Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Great form by you hitting play on this podcast. Now, check out Same Racer, the brand new racing app for same race multi-tips. Same Racer. Download from the App Store and Google Play. Powered by Bluebet. Gamble responsibly. Call 1-800-858-858. On SEN, The Picks, with David King and Sam Edmund. Oh, yes. Yeah. Big thanks to Bluebet. Welcome once again to The Picks. We're only an hour and a half away from the start of round 13, which, of course, can only mean one thing. Everybody rejoice. Thursday night football is back for the first time since round five. We've got a game on tonight. I'm not sure there's a single person alive who would have a problem with that. So don't go anywhere. All the pregame, all the action from 7pm on AFL Nation. Sam Edmund here with you on a Thursday night ahead of a weekend of significant ins. Dangerfield, Green, Tarrant, Josh Kennedy. Fittingly, we've got our own big in right here. Is a triple All-Australian, 322-game star, Nick Dalsano. Welcome, Dal. Good evening, Sammy. Good evening, everybody. Lovely to be keeping the seat warm of the great David King, well, yeah. who has moved on for tonight. We'll have to work out why, but I am glad to be here and you just touched on who wouldn't be excited for Thursday night football. I'm so excited. I am so glad it's back and clearly off the back of the last couple of weeks about being locked down again. Yes. It is lovely if you are at home, you're able to tune in, listen to us. You can watch it on TV when the game starts as well. It is great to have Thursday night football back in winter. Going to be great. Uh, great. So because Ger- we just love the footy. We do, Kirky. Jared <laughs> yes. Waitley, Dwayne Russell, <laughs> yourself, Nick, you're going to go upstairs and help call this one alongside Kane Corns. What an all-star lineup that is in the commentary box. And you're here, as you say, because David King is not. Now, he's been diverted, mm. but he sent this little message in uh, for us, or for me, I think, in this little bottle here. Sammy, can't be there tonight, mate. Uh, got commitments at Fox Footy, so I'm happy to see that Dell's taken my place. Dell, select wisely, take some risks, have a bit of fun. Let me know what happened uh, to last week's People's Multi. I've got a feeling that you've let us down again, Sammy. We need a, I'm calling for a full review, an internal investigation to what's happened to your tipping and your punting. My selection this week, which must go in the multi, is the Cats. They will smash Port Adelaide on Thursday night and get us off to a flyer. Select well, boys. Enjoy the picks. The pick is in. Kingy there with his uh, video, well, his, with his audio message. Now, he got three last week. I got three, Dal. So Kingy still leads by two on the head-to-head, 56-54. And his season is in your hands this okay. week. So okay. don't take that do responsibility I, lightly. Just Do I get to have a pick? Do I add to this the people's multi? Or? I wouldn't want you to be stained by the people's multi well, because at I, the, at I don't the moment, feel like I'm worthy of it. I, I can't just come in here and take all the glory because I know that my tip would probably get up. So Kingy, is he up? By two on you? He's up by two in the head-to-head. Now, that's been fine, but he Mm. did touch on the people's multi, which last week became the people's disappointment. Mm, And it's fair to say, if we're being honest with ourselves, after a zip-and-four start to its life, it's probably close to the people's disaster right now. Uh, But we'll come again, of course, with thanks to the True Blue Aussie Bookie Blue Bet tonight. We'll go again. 
and one of you out there stands to win 1300 bucks for your nominated club. So, Kingy's still contributing. Dal, you're off the hook in terms of the people's multi. So, no Kingy is taking the cats at the line tonight, which as it stands, there is no line. It's a head-to-head equation, and Kingy's going the cats. So, wherever you're listening from tonight, text in right now your name, your sporting club, and your tip according to the line at our friends at bluebet.com.au, and we'll throw you into the people's multi. So, Bluebet lay down 100 bucks for each and every week, uh, Dal. So the lucky punter out there stands to win 1300 bucks for their club of choice. So you nice. can text in now on the temper text machine. Temper a mattress like no other. So that number is 0433981116. Can I ask a question before we get started? Just in regards to the tipping between you and Kingy, who has generally let the people down for this first part of the year? Who needs to take some responsibility? Talk about a review. I'm with Kingy. Kingy let there us down first. There needs to be a full review. Kingy, uh, yep, yep. You reckon a, um, a Luke Sayers-style yes. review? Carlton-style. An external he, we've consultancy all a, company we've will all... come in from top to bottom. No one is off the hook. Well, I think that's fair to say. We might need to get Ernst and Young onto the case because he's let us down first. I've let us yes. down second. We've both let us down on the last two occasions, I believe. So, so the common denominator is both of you. Yep. Okay. Yep. So the people are great. It's just Generally the, the, the people in the people's multi that we've got no issue with. So wherever you're listening from tonight, texting your name, your sporting club, your tip, got to have a line associated with it via bluebet.com.au and we'll throw you into the running for the people's multi. I'll tell you what, big week in footy, Dell. Huge. The biggest bomb went off on Wednesday, of course, with the news that Nathan Buckley was stepping down as coach of Collingwood with his last game to take place against Melbourne at the SCG on Queen's birthday Monday. Now the club, Collingwood, has only had two coaches in the last 22 years. Nathan Buckley's been at that club for nearly three decades mm. as a player and a coach. So significant moment in Collingwood's history. How did you see it? Um, I said this yesterday, and it's like one of your grandparents passing away. You know that they're getting old. You know that it's ultimately going to happen. But that moment that you know that they're not there anymore, it's still a shock. You've compared it to death. Well, maybe it is for well, some Collingwood supporters. I don't mean to say that lightly, and obviously it's a comparison but it has that feeling within a football because football clubs mean so much to so many people, Sammy. And mm. for a man that has been at that football club for so long, and I know the whole Nathan Buckley story, grew up watching Bucks, wasn't a Collingwood supporter, but you clearly understand the influence he had on the game. Assistant coach for a couple of years, was involved in the media. So you hear his voice, you see his face, and then clearly as the coach. But I, I, I felt like I learnt more about him again yesterday. For, for that the length of that press conference, I thought he handled himself brilliantly. Yep. I thought the way that he started his moment to talk about being grateful. I, I And I thought that summed up what all people should feel when they're involved at AFL football clubs. I'm just you impressed ha- he got a word in, to be honest. <laughs> yeah, true. But, but the sense of gratitude, to feel like you're not bigger than the club. You, you are there to serve the club for a period of time and you move on. But no, I was still shocked yesterday. The way I found out, I got a text message from... A close mate from Bendigo that said, you know, Bucks is done. I thought, oh, okay, I better just double check this. And then obviously the feed on all social media was going off the chain. Um, and I feel like in, in a lot of ways, we've been speaking about it for so long, but it was just a moment for us to say thank you, for us to say, okay, we've seen this journey as a player, assistant coach, senior coach. We appreciate everything you've done for the game, whether you like Bucks, whether you support Collingwood or a lot that don't. I, I just think we had a moment yesterday to say, okay, he's had a really good crack at it. The, the unfulfilled question I, I found interesting as well. You know, do, do you feel unfulfilled by mm. not winning a flag? And that brings up emotions for me because you have that when you finish your football career. And even when you don't have the best team, you go out there, you, you just think, oh, maybe this is our year. Maybe everything will just go perfectly fine for us this year and we'll just have that fairy tale story. But then you wake up and Bucks will wake up on Tuesday morning and he would have woken up this morning thinking, 
that's not a possibility for me anymore. Mm. For maybe the first time in his life. So that I found that that question really good, and I felt the I, I thought the answer was brilliant as well. My big takeaway, of course, was Robbo's Zoom conduct, uh, the talk <laughs> of the nation. He he's still on the dial up at home, Robbo. Uh. Can you hear me back? <laughs> you know, oh, you did. Watching, watching it, and someone went to the trouble of cobbling the two-minute uh, car crash together, <laughs> which is unbelievable. Viewing. Can we listen to it? Oh, it's unbelievable. You know, it reminded me of that viral video from back in the day with, with the mama. Alan! Alan! Yeah. Alan! Alan! Steve! Al, Alan! Steve! Alan! <laughs> He just kept cracking in, but good on him. Anyway, uh, the, the can connect- you hear me back? The connection oh wasn't gosh. great, obviously, but did, uh, did, good did laugh. It, did it take away from the presser? Did it actually take away from Nathan Buckley's nearly three decades oh. at the helm? I think Jared Waitley summed it up perfectly oh, geez, on AFL3. Um, he said, I'm picturing merchandise, I'm picturing T-shirts. Yes. Can we mute him? I'm sure it was trending. <laughs> I'm sure it was trending on social media yesterday. It was hilarious. And oh. a man at this age... That has the inability. And can I add one more to it that, mm. that I still find staggering in this day and age? And off the back of COVID last year, where everybody had to zoom, we need to do better at getting the camera angle more flattering for all people involved. Too up, too much. Far up the too low, far too low camera angle shooting up the nose. It, it's just not working. You've got to get it at eye level. Look straight down the barrel. We've got to get better at that. Some big news that's just dropped from outside the AFL. Celtic, Scottish soccer giant, has just confirmed Ange Postacoglu, Aussie Ange, as their new manager. So Celtic, wow. enormous club in world sport, world football, historically a Champions League club. That is a massive accomplishment from Ange Postacoglu, who will take the reins at Celtic next season. Massive. Uh, so back to the footy. The conversation with Collingwood, though, does quickly, how quickly does it turn, Dale, yeah. to who takes over, of <laughs> yes. course. So Alistair Clarkson yet again today planting his flag in the ground at Hawthorne when the question inevitably came during his uh, press conference today. Well, I'm contracted at Hawthorne next year, and I think I've spoken about this, you know, that this this happens uh, it's happened every year I dare say for the last ten I don't say that in an arrogant fashion every time that there's some sort of movement in it with a coach my name is linked to it and I haven't moved for ten years and I don't dare say I won't be moving this time either so um, my focus is purely on the Hawthorne Footy Club I'm still contracted I want to see this out because of the the players that we've got here I'm invested in. So there you go. That was Alistair Clarkson today. Ross Lyon doesn't have a flag. I mean, I'm not mean in the literal sense, but in the in the metaphoric sense, or a ground to plant it in at the moment. He's a free agent, if you like, Dell, mm. and has spoken recently, most recently on Footy Classified, and uh, had some interesting comments to say about Collingwood. And yes, he would pick up the phone. Yes, he would have the conversation. Can you see him coaching next year? Uh, yes, I can. Yes, I can. I even think some of the words that Rossi has used for the first time in a long time was uh, one of possibility or one of, well, I haven't completely closed this door. And I will say this, Sammy, and this is not to say that anything at the Blues will definitely happen. But I still think that if Ross Lyon was to go to a club and all clubs are up for grabs, I think he's better suited at the Blues. Do you? Yeah. I look at that playing list and I look at that playing group and what is possible and knowing Ross, and I'm clearly a massive Fan of Ross, I would endorse him at any football club. So a, li- a playing list that is seen to be perhaps a little bit more advanced for him to work uh, with initially? Possibly more advanced, but what I would also say is it has to have more upside. I, I see if Ross was to be at the Blues, I could see an immediate spike yep. in performance, accountability, culture, all of those things that we can sit and watch two hours of football on a weekend and see something different to what we're currently seeing. But by saying that, I'm not saying that 
David Teague needs to go or should be you know, shown the door at the end of the year. But if you said to me, what club would Ross Lyon be best suited to? For me, it's the Blues. Text in it right now on the temper text machine, 0433 98 11 16. If you want to be part of this week's uh, People's Multi, you need your name, your local sporting club, and the team you're backing at the Blue Bet line. Not Geelong, because that's David King's contribution this week, but any of the other six games on paper this week, you can have a lash out. Now, of course, the Buckley bombshell, Dell came two days after what would have otherwise remained the most significant footy news story of the week, that Carlton had brought forward a review of their football department and that long-time assistant John Barker had vacated his position with immediate effect. Mm. What is your experience with this sort of stuff or all the crossroads moments that clubs can find themselves in? Um, I've got no issue with the review. Yeah, and I think if it's been brought forward, why not? New president comes in. Let's have a clean slate. Let's go on the front foot. I mean, this this year, if it hasn't already slipped away, is slipping away again. And Blues supporters will know that better than anybody. This feeling by mid-year that what is the possibility? What What is the blue sky and where do we go from here? Because this is a familiar story. A lot of people have seen this before and, mm. and, and ultimately know the ending. The, the question will come out of this, and I think rightly so, Sammy, is what actually changes? Because reviews are done in some capacity, whether it be a small review, you know, an unofficial review, or what we're seeing, an official one at the moment at the Blues. This happens all the time that you're constantly assessing everything you've got from clearly the playing list, which we're acutely aware of, coaching staff, which we hear about, but everything within a football department. But what changes? Because this, I mean, it's a really deep question. We have it every week. What's wrong with the Blues? Yeah. Why aren't they winning? It's more than just, well, they're just not performing on the field. There's something that has been festering there for a long period of time. And the evidence that we see is the inability to win on the weekends consistently, to be able to play finals, to win big games. So um, I've got no issue with it. I, I think the question will be more, oh, sorry, the answer will be more looking back on it. What actually changes? Is it people? Is it standards? Is it the whatever it is, we need to see something different than what we've seen in the past. Like the pies, the Cats did their 60 hours of home or hotel quarantine <laughs> this week, Dale. They got a charter flight from Avalon Airport this morning, a police escort to the cricket nets in Adelaide for several hours sitting around, and they're preparing in a more traditional sense as we speak right now at the Adelaide Oval. Paddy Dangerfield is back, and as you can hear from this message he posted to Twitter earlier today, he was having a ball. Cats fans, we've arrived at Adelaide Oval. We're in the cricket change rooms now. We've got a bit of a wait before the game this afternoon, or tonight, obviously. So the guys are getting stuck into a bit of lunch. We'll keep you updated. It promises to be a riveting afternoon. <laughs> a riveting afternoon. Now, Port Adelaide, Geelong. Hopefully it's a what riveting game. What was he having game. for lunch, more importantly? <laughs> Told us everything else. Hopefully it's a riveting game. It is fifth versus third on the 40 Winks ladder. 40 Winks stock tax sale for up to 50% off store-wide. So the teams for this game will be finalised in around half an hour's time, but we've got them on paper as they sit at the moment. Some significant inclusions for the Cats. Mark Blitzales, Mark O'Connor, Mitch Duncan, and that man, Patrick Dangerfield, uh, returning after a long absence with that syndesmosis injury. There is no line with Bluebet as we go to air right now, but uh, or there wasn't while we went to air, but that's just changed, Dal, probably in light of those inclusions that I just mentioned. It is now minus one and a half, so negligible, but minus one and a half to the Cats who are over there at Adelaide Oval. How do you see this one playing out tonight? Uh, I see this as a very entertaining game to get first up on a Thursday night. We are all desperate to see some football in this there's not a lot else to do tonight as well. It is freezing cold outside, so why not nestle in and listen to the boys do a spectacular job of calling the game? 
I mean, there's so many sub-stories. You know, danger coming back in. What sort of performance are we expecting from him? How does he fit back into a team that's actually been operating really well without him? They, they've got it to work. Their scoring has really improved, particularly against top eight sides, which I love. They averaged 98 points, Sammy. 98 points against the top eight sides. Oh. That's more than they average against the bottom eight sides. They so lift. Their ability to, you're right, the ability to step up and get the job done, and particularly... In the last eight weeks, they have dominated contested possession more than double any other team when they are going head-to-head against whoever their opponent is that week. So I love what they're doing. What was the line? One and a half? Yeah. So it's nothing. Effectively a head-to-head. Who do you think? Well, after saying all that, I'm going for Port. You're going for Port? I, you know what? Oh, I love Port. I, I love what they have. They just haven't been performing anywhere near where I think they are capable of, or capable, yeah, of achieving, and they haven't done it. For a period of time, but I'm still bullish on them. Okay. I still like them. So I'm tipping Port tonight, even though everything that I just said says Geelong. Going uh, for the Cats after a bye, normally fraught with danger, mm. but that's what I'm doing. I'm backing them in with those inclusions to get the job done. By the way, how stiff Quentin Narkel can't believe he's Doesn't been omitted. Doesn't make sense. Uh, Duncan McRae, our good mate from Bluebet. Uh, bet same game multis with Bluebet. You can download the apps today and gamble responsibly. Slam dunk. Good evening. Sammy, Nick, good evening, boys. How are we? Uh, we're very, very well here. We've just uh, run our minds over Port Adelaide and Geelong tonight. Thursday night footy back, which is great. You can catch it all here on AFL Nation. Duncan, Dale's gone. Port, I've gone. The Cats, how do you see this one playing out? And more importantly, what's the market doing? Yeah, well, the Cats, they started outsiders here. They're now into a $1.85 favourite, guys. $1.95 for Port, but there's Geelong, we bet as much as two twenty there, into a $1.85. So uh, all the money's been one-way traffic with the Blue Bet punters. Very keen on the Cats tonight. And what about more generally across this round? We've got not six games, seven games. We've got a bonus match, of course, uh, with uh, West Coast taking on uh, Richmond on Sunday night at Optus Stadium. Where's the general money been flowing this week, Doug? Yeah, well, with West Coast playing at home, they've been two forty into two twenty, dollar sixty seven for the Tigers with Bluebet, and we've got to mention Bucks's last game. Everyone's piling into the Magpies with the twenty nine and a half start at a dollar ninety. So that game, obviously at the MC, at the SCG, but uh, everyone's backing the Magpies at the plus for a, a swan song for Bucks to head out the door. All right, what about the People's Multi, which we joked earlier, except it's far from a joke, has been the People's Disaster. We can't get one off the ground. Dunk, you've been resplendent, but even you slipped up last week. The Swans just didn't quite win by as much as what we needed. Give us your leg for the people's multi this week, if you can, and Kingy's gone the Cats already for his contribution. Yeah, boys, I'm going to go West Coast at home against Richmond, the five and a half start there. I know the Tigers have been travelling. They've been on the road for a while now. I know they're used to it, but uh, West Coast back at home, I'm going the Eagles at home with the plus five and a half. I like it. Sound logic from you, Dunk. You can bet same game multis with Blue Better. Of course, download the apps today and gamble responsibly. Have a good evening there, Dunk. We'll have a chat to you next week. Thanks, guys. Enjoy your weekend. Thanks so much. Duncan McRae there from Blue Bet. A reminder, massive game tonight, Thursday night football back. Mm. Don't change the dial because you can catch it all right here on AFL Nation, 7 o'clock. Port Adelaide, Geelong, Jared Waitley, Dwayne Russell, this man, the smooth mover. That is amazing. Yes, Nick Del Sano's here as well. And Kane Corns, the volcano, ready to erupt uh, with his old mob in action. Don't go anywhere. You can catch it right here on SEN. And we'll be back after this on the picks to cast our uh, attention over the rest of round 13. Don't go anywhere. On SEN, the picks with David King and Sam Edmund.
Yeah, great to have your company on the picks right on the eve of round 13. Of course, Sam Edmund and Nick Del Sando has just ripped off the vest to sit in for David King, who can't be with us tonight, but he has. Special. Yes. Well, he hasn't been special when it comes to this next subject, and neither have I, which is the people's <laughs> multi. But nevertheless, he's contributing again. So this is how we're lining up for the people's multi this week. Kingy is going Geelong at the line. As we speak, that line is minus two and a half. Slam dunk. Duncan McRae from Blue Bet. Um, he's going West, West Coast. Coast. Yes, plus five and a half over Richmond. That's Ooh, a that's a bold that prediction is... from the slam dunk. Juicy. I'm going to go, this is uh, almost as bold, Sydney at the line. Mm-hmm. And that line is 32 and a half at the moment with Bluebet as we speak. So I'm, I'm really backing the Swannies to keep doing what they're doing and give the Hawks a bit of a touch up there at the SCG. I like yours, Sammy. I think they're a good I like thing. That. I think they Hopefully are they a can very go beyond 32 and a half. We'll get to those yes. teams in a moment because they've just dropped. And... A loyal listener this week who stands to win 1300 bucks for his sporting club of choice is David, and he's representing the Mount Waverley Cricket Club. Good on you, Dave. And he's going Fremantle at the line. And as we uh, speak, there is no line at the moment with Bluebet. So that one is a head-to-head Fremantle Dockers um, in their matchup this coming weekend against the Gold Coast Suns. Suns. Mm. Yes. Okay. I mentioned the teams have just dropped for that game, Sydney and Hawthorne. Yep. Warner is out for the Swans. Another talented youngster who's just had to have the brakes uh, pumped on his season, which is unfortunate. Does Chad it say Warner. why? Uh, no, he's just been uh, he's just out at the moment. Injured, managed, and that was forecast by uh, John Longmire during the week. The ins for the Hawks. How good are these ones? Jager O'Meara is back. Will Day. Yes. I mean, we all think he's going to be a special player, don't we? After that syndesmosis, he's been out long term. He finally comes back. Yep. And a young man, Nick Del Sander, who six games ago was playing for Poowong Seniors. Pardon? He was playing for Poowong Seniors. Oh, that's what you said. Country football. He now finds himself lining up for Alistair Clarkson's Hawks at the top level, Jai Newcomb. What a story. John Newcomb. Jai Newcomb. Oh, sorry. Sorry. (laughs) Jai Newcomb. Okay. Um, Well, first of all, I'd like to say you wish him all the best. Anybody that can bounce onto the scene like Newcomb has and uh, just launch straight in. And if it was almost any other club, you'd raise some eyebrows and think, this is unusual. But with Alistair Clarkson at the helm, you think, okay, he's clearly seen something, the system. And even though they're not going overly well, they're not going very well at all. They've lost their last five games in a row. Mm. And their last win was against the Crows in that game down at Launceston. And I was down there. It was actually a very, very entertaining game of football. Um, I wish him all the best and I hope that it all goes well for him. Um, but by saying that, watching the Sydney Swans closely, the way yeah. that they play that SCG, they dominate contested possession, they dominate clearances, they get the ball deep inside forward 50. They actually have a very good conversion rate when they go in there. All of those things the Hawks aren't very good at as it currently stands, 6th versus 17th. So on all of those numbers, I have to go with the Swans, and I'm going to go with the Swans comfortably. They've also won six of their last seven games at just the keep, SCG. They, it just suits them down to a tee. Even when the game doesn't go the way they imagine, not everything's working for them. Even mm. a young group like that just seem to have a, a, a preparedness, a willingness, and an ability to hang tight. Yes. They did it against Carlton. They did it against St Kilda. They ride out the storm, and then they just find a way. It's an amazingly good trait they for a young have, group. And I think they are so well led and they That's have it, the yeah. blood culture. Well. They, yeah, yep. the, the veterans are going well, but they also have a standard and an accountability that has just been passed down from generation to generation. These young kids come in, they don't know any other way to life. That This is just how you prepare for football and this is how you execute. So I think the Swans, even though they have had a handful of uh, close games this year, Sammy, 
they win this one comfortably. I agree with you. That line, 32.5 uh, in favour of the Swans at Bluebet, but we are in agreement there. Dom's just texting regarding John Newcomb, tough as nails kid from the country, nice. with a booming kick, so suited to the SCG. All, kids from, the, all kids from the country are tough. We say kid. I think he's 23, so he's been <laughs> so around for no, a while. He's a kid. Solid younger, rig on him. If they're younger than us, they're a kid. Not a bad rig on him, to be honest. I know that um, Bob and Andy were talking about rigs. He's a solid build for a... Added- oh, my goodness. For a, for a newcomer. Settle well, down. I did hear the boys talking about that. If you said to me, who's got the best rig in AFL football right now? He plays for the Sydney Swans. Oh, I know you're a big Isaac, ain't he? There he is. And, he he's, not one of your, and he's not shy on social media, <laughs> which we love. He was one of your summer flyers, he was, was he not? The- he was the summer flyer, the anointed one. Hey, uh, Saturday, 4.15, Optus Stadium plays host to Fremantle and Gold Coast. I'll tell you what, the Fremantle injury list, Nick Dalsano, yes. I ran out of room on the touchpad on the laptop, <laughs> scrolling down. My finger just, boom, slid off, uh, slid off onto the desk. Yes. They have been absolutely smashed. They lost three players in 90 seconds last week. So they have been hit with the injury stick like you wouldn't believe. Their ins are Alex Pierce, Brandon Walker, who will make his AFL debut. Brett Buley is mm. in. Joel Weston is another debutant. And Reese Conker returns, yep. who's a senior player. They're outs Brennan Cox, Connor Blakely, Griffin Logue, Nat Fife, Nathan Wilson is suspended. And uh, and young Watson is the Medi sub. So is that been... five or six? Did that finish off being? Uh, their ins are Pierce, Walker, Buley, Weston, and Conker. There's five ins and Jeez. they're outs: uh, Cox, Blakely, Logue, Fife, Wilson. Uh, so five outs at the some moment. Huge Watson the Medi sub names out. Massive. Some solid names in. I'm a massive fan of Pierce. We'll have to wait and see how his body holds up. Unfortunately. What's the line? So the well, hang on before we get to that, there is no line. Oh, so course. it's uh it's a complete head to head bet at the moment, uh, thanks to Bluebet as we go to air the Gold Coast Inns, Jack Bowes and the big one. We haven't seen him since round one. He's back. Matt Rowell is back for the Gold Coast Suns, and there wouldn't be many people, there would be no one out there that wouldn't wish him a clean run mm. with it, given the potential that he has shown in the first couple of years of his career. Absolutely. We are just waiting to see more of what we've already seen regarding Matty Rowell. Wish him all the very best as well. Some huge outs for Fremantle. Injury, suspension, unfortunately, that's just unacceptable. Um, I mean, you can cop injuries every now and then. That's just part of the game. But just silly, silly suspensions are unacceptable. Um, I'm going with the Suns. And they're outs, by the way, the Suns. Jai Farah is dropped. Rory Atkins, who came across from Adelaide in the off-season, he's been dropped as well. And uh, Josh Corbett is the Medi sub. Who do you trust more? I, I just, I'm going with the Suns. You're going with the Suns. I'm going with the Suns. Fremantle at home are a different outfit, but they they're, more, they're more sort of uh, peel at the moment, given the injury list that they've got. They've got, I think I counted 16 on the injury list before. Yeah, so far too many. And when you're coming up against, and not necessarily saying the Suns are the best team in the competition, they're nowhere near the best team in the competition. But at this level, you can't afford to be missing that many of your best players. It just leaves huge holes and responsibility for other people. I will go the Suns too, just. But because there is no line, uh, there's no issue with that. So okay. I'm going well, the Suns. Give, us, give us a rough margin that you think the Suns, Suns would win by. Uh, less than a kick. Really? Less okay. than a kick. I think oh, it'll be a close one. Okay. I'm saying 18 points. It's three, three goals. goals. Yep. Just cruise home. No, it's not a cruising. They'll kick the last two real late. <laughs> They're up by a goal <laughs> and they kick two and dying in moments. Off the text, kidding yourself about Heaney. Surely Majak Dor has oh, the yeah. best rig. He's a thing of beauty. I forget Dor. Big Madge. Oh, how could I? I remember the first time I saw him without a top on. And? It was like a silhouette. It was beautiful. Yeah? It was just beautiful. Were you intimidated? Uh, I was at a distance. Um, 
No, it was just a, an appreciation yeah. of another man's body. Good on you. <laughs> uh, do you have your eyes on a new car? Experience the ease and convenience of buying your dream car online with Hyundai's Click to Buy. I'm not sure where that went. Yeah. Search Hyundai Click to Buy to find your local Hyundai dealer today. Got to be creepy. TCs and exclusions <laughs> apply. We need a break. Oh, it's hot in here or what? <laughs> on SEN, The Picks with David King and Sam Edmund. Yes, here we go. Great to have you company on the picks. Off the text just while we're in the break there, Dal. Any chance the picks will be podcast tonight? I missed the start of the show. Thanks, boys. Yes, it will be. Mitch Scott, who uh, well, runs a very tight ship back mm. of house, he will have us podcasted in no time off the back of uh, this as we hand over to, uh, funnily enough, you're going to hand over to yourself because you're part of a massive AFL Nation crew all uh, coming to you from 7 o'clock tonight. Big Thursday night footy clash, Port Adelaide, Geelong, Jared Waitley, Dwayne Russell. I'm a fine guy. Yes, the volcano, Kane Corns, and another fine guy, Nick Del Sando, here. So catch it all from 7 o'clock. St Kilda and Adelaide is an intriguing game, Nick. It's yes. Saturday, 7.25pm. The AFL did their best, and they got the job done to get it into Cairns. It'll take place at Kazali's Stadium. Gee, the Saints did a lot right uh, against Sydney. Probably should have won the game. In fact, definitely should have won the game, if not for some shonky finishing. Uh, one goal, six. Would take some coming back from, I reckon, if you're Jack Higgins. So you get around him during the week. Before I get your thoughts on this one, the ins for the Saints. Ben Long, Jack Loney, Paul Hunter out. Jaron Geary with yet another serious yeah, injury for him. Shame. You feel for him with the shoulder. Uh, Oscar uh, Claver- Cav- Claverino has yes. been dropped. Sebastian Ross and we know Tim Membry have had to, or not had to, but they've seen fit to come back, be with their families. One's had twins, yeah, the Seb, other one's expecting Tim Seb Ross has just had twins and uh, Tim Membry about to have his first. Adelaide Inns, Josh Worrell make his debut, Sam Berry's in as well. The outs, Lockie Shoal, the promising youngster, has yeah. been dropped. Nick Murray's out and Ronan O'Connor has been omitted as well. Tim Membry, that is a huge loss, Nick. It is a huge out because he takes a lot of the workload in the forward line. He's exceptional with his work rate, his ability to get up the ground and then get back. And he also chips in consistently with at least a couple of goals a game. So he's a huge out, um, which maybe puts more emphasis on Max King, which who has been spoken a lot about this week for obvious reasons. But the other one about um, Higgins and the goal kicking, knowing Jack a little bit, even as a, as a youngster before he got drafted, he's the sort of kid that will go out and have 1,000 shots. He, he will not go the other way. He's not scared of the moment. He didn't kick well on the weekend. That's a mm. fact. One goal six is very unlike him because we've seen how good he has been to start his career. But by saying that, I'd have confidence that the work that he's done in the last seven days will just flourish on the weekend. I think he got the five coaches votes. It, it could have been a, 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 a cut and dried 10. It's, if a, it's a really interesting one because he could have won the game for them, but then in a lot of ways he might have cost them the game on the flip side for them. Everything but else about that game was A+. What about him leading up to centre wing? Yeah. He, he thought he was the centre half forward at he times. He took 12 marks, I think. He was out of control. A lot of for them a little contested. Man. He did a very good job there. So this game at Kazali's, of course, uh, this is a game that's worth yep, a fair bit of money to the Saints. So thankfully they'll, they'll be happy that they get this one uh, for a bit of a cash injection. The line... Thanks to our friends at Bluebet as we go to air right now. He's minus one and a half. Again, another tight one, of course, in favour of the Saints. How do you see it playing out, Dave? Uh, I see it as a genuine (laughs) 50-50, but off the back of the effort that the Saints delivered last week and just the poor execution, I'm going with the Saints. I think think they get the job done. That was actually a step forward for them last week, as bad as that sounds. It's only the effort and the fact they just couldn't, well, knock on wood, couldn't kick that badly again. I know Tim Membry's a massive uh, loss for them and Seb Ross, some grunt out of the midfield. They won't be there and Geary with the leadership and a lot does fall now to Max King inside Mm -hmm. forward 50. I just think the effort they have showed in the last week or two 
just leans me in their favour against the Crows who are on the road. I but it'll be very tight. similar. It'll be very tight. North Melbourne and GWS Sunday, 3.20pm. This is another one the AFL had to work hard to tick off. They got the permission from the Tasmanian government to have it at Blundstone Arena. Of course, the Bell Reeve Oval there in Hobart. Some massive ins for the GWS Giants. Enormous. Because Toby Green, uh, who was the filling captain for a time there, he is back. He was having a magnificent season before his latest setback. And then they've got Matt DeBoer back in the side. Adam Kennedy, Jake Stein, and Tanner Bruin as well. Jake Riccardi's been dropped. Matt Bunting has been dropped. Mm. I thought Phil Davis might have come up for this game, but not seeing him in the ins at the moment for the Giants. Still some big ones there for them. And for North Melbourne, Artu Bosnavulagi is in. Jaden Stevenson is back. Robbie Tarrant, the big one, of course, the all-star defender, having that health scare back in March with uh, the, the mass removed from his kidney. So he's in. Tristan Cherry gets a crack. He's someone who's attracted a bit of interest uh, during the season from rival clubs. But the fact that he hasn't been getting a game. And Will Phillips is in as well. Off the back of signing a new contract extension, yes. the young man. Charlie Lazaro is out. And Connor Menadju has been omitted as well. So the line, favourable one to GWS, as you would suspect. But it's 24 and a half Ooh. as we go to air with Blue Bet there, 24 Del. and a half. I love some of the inclusions. So you look at both of these teams and where they're currently at. So if you're the Kangas, you want your best players coming back into the team. Stevenson. Robbie Tarrant is a huge inclusion, and I still think one of the most underrated defenders or players in the competition. Yep. He's a genuine star, so I love those inclusions. But then you look at the Giants. I mean, Toby Green speaks for himself. Matt DeBoer is a huge one for what he can do against the opposition's best midfielder. We know the form that Ben Cunnington's in. Mm. Uh, who else they've got through the midfield has been going very well. Luke Davies, Uniac, and there's one other that's just uh, Simkin. Yep. Um, Jai, who have been doing really well in regards to clearances and getting the ball forward. So Matt DeBall will take responsibility for one of those guys. By saying all that, even though the Kangas are a much better team down there at Blundstone Arena, I'm going with the Giants. Can't go past the Giants, even with that margin or, or the line. I think they'll get the job done. Jeez, I've agonised over this one have all you? afternoon. Okay. I, I, th- think- I thought this one was one of the... Not easier, but one of the more simpler ones to work through. I like the ins for the Kangas, and yes. I like the venue for the Kangas. Yes. They've proven they're a bit harder to beat down there. At Much least. harder to beat down there. So, and the travel factor as well. So GWS actually stay, got permission to stay the night before, so they don't have to go on the day of the game as well, which I think does help them to a degree, although teams have gone above and beyond that as well due to COVID last year. It's not as big an issue as what it was. I'll go GWS, but not with any great confidence. Remind so, me of the line one more time. 24 and a half. Yep, Giants. Don't know what sort of weather they've got in store for them down there either. Down at Hobart, it could be uh, absolutely smashing off let, the Derwent. Let me just Single say it's going to be fresh. Let, let's just assume it's fresh. <laughs> oh, it is always windy down there as well. I'll tell you, it whips off the water, absolutely freezing, as you would know, Dal. I right. played in a game down there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> we kicked with the breeze. I was playing at North Melbourne against the Ds. I think it was 54 points to zero in the first quarter. <laughs> The D's obviously had the breeze in the second quarter. I think it was 54 to 53 at half time. Unbelievable. It was just all down one end. Straight down the shoot. Straight down line. Unbelievable. It will be freezing. But uh, we're both going with the GWS Giants. But I think North, hopefully they can hang in this game for a reasonable amount of time. I will check that forecast uh, during the break. I'll have a look. Can you hear me, Bucks? See how cold it is. Thanks, (laughs) Robbo. AFL Nation coming up from 7 o'clock tonight. Don't miss it. Hang around. Port Adelaide, Geelong. Jared Waitley, the master caller. Dwayne Russell will be up and about. Nick Del Sano. That is amazing. Very amazing lineup. And Kane Corns right here on SEN. Back with more. We'll wrap up the rest of round 13 right after this. On SEN, The Picks, with David King and Sam Edmund.
Oh, yes, got that forecast down in Hobart. Almost mile by Hobart standards yes. in Winterdale. Shower or two and 15. Uh, only winds of, what, 10 kilometres an hour? So not too bad at all. That's uh, that's You'll almost, take that. That's tropical. Uh, so not too bad at all. Uh, no late changes for tonight's game as well. The subs have been announced. Boyd Woodcock, it is for Port Adelaide. And Quentin Narkel retains his spot on the side just. That was a surprise. And... Now managed by Ralph Carr. If rival clubs aren't knocking on the door after what he's shown in the last few weeks, I'd be mm. staggered. That line is now uh, out to two and a half uh, with uh, in favour of the Cats on Bluebet there. Do we Just... expect any clarity about why Narkel isn't in the starting 22? Uh, I would would have that thought, be a fair question? I would have thought Chris Scott will be asked that mm. post-game. Uh, I would like to think so. Anyway, we'll wait and see what happens with him in the in the second half of the season. West Coast and Richmond. This is the bonus game, uh, if you like, Dal. This is a Thursday night next week that's been brought forward to this Sunday night just to um, maximise it while Richmond are on the road. Yes. And both teams are delaying their buy by a week. So West Coast's ins. They're getting some uh, cattle back, aren't they? Jared Brander, Josh Kennedy, the key forward, comes back. Liam Duggan, who uh, Adam Simpson said they've missed quite dearly. Nathan Vardy and Oscar Allen coming back from concussion as well. They're outs. Bailey Williams is injured. Brad Shepard uh, injured. Richmond. Ben Miller, the debutant, if he plays. Keep in mind, these are extended squads, of course. Hugo, Ralph Smith, Kane Lambert is the big inclusion. Yes. Triple premiership player. Will Martin as well. The outs, Riley, Collier, Dawkins. And uh, Dion Prestia has been named at named. this point. Named. Despite having that uh, hamstring setback that okay. uh, saw him unable to finish the game last oh, week. Well, they're trying to play some tricks, but that's an unusual trick to try and play if they are going down well, that path with Prestia. They did looked... say it was minor, but that would be a very minor. Well, it would have to be extremely minor to take that sort of risk at this stage, at stage of the year, knowing that you've brought forward that game as well. The line, as we speak uh, via our friends at bluebet.com.au, minus five and a half in favour of the Tigers. Okay, Del? so a goal. So it's not it's not a huge deal. Now, the Eagles were superb, and a lot was said last week about Carlton in that particular game. I think we took a lot away from the Eagles and what they actually did with a severely undermanned team. Kennedy and Allen, two huge inclusions for the West Coast Eagles. Their forward line looks substantially different structurally, and then hopefully performance-wise with those two guys back in. But by saying all that... Mm. I'm not going to tip against the Tigers until they let us down in September. Are they looking ominous again? They are. I I think a few clubs might have just realised that they're getting the band back together and they took advantage of when that band wasn't together in previous weeks and they thought, okay, they're not quite as daunting and threatening as they once were. The, The fear factor had maybe gone away a little bit. But then when they've had to dig in and they haven't had their full team playing like the West Coast Eagles did last week, I think they've just reminded a few that, hey, it's okay to build. We don't need to hit the ground running just yet. We're building for the end of the year. And pay Shea Bolton whatever the heck he wants. Oh, my God. I mean, you can't pay him whatever he wants. (laughs) No, I'm being flippant. I I know you are, but it's a legitimate... You know, comment because he is a star. Where he he'll be foregoing to stay. We yes. all know that. Well, I think that's the conversation. You have to have an honest conversation. But we, you forego now, and you get paid in the back end. Yeah. He's a young man. But it's it's a simple conversation. We love you. This is from Richmond speaking to Bolton. We love you. We love everything that you do. But ultimately, you get to make a choice because we cannot pay you what you're worth on the open market. Mm. Here's the offer. We hope it is fair and reasonable in the landscape of what we can provide for you. But what we can provide is what you've seen in previous years. We're going to give this everything we've got, and you can be a massive part of it going forward. Or you can take the risk and take the money and go somewhere else. Yeah. And that's all you can do with players like him. And they would have done this numerous times in the last five years. 
I don't think he'd be foregoing a, a stupid amount to stay. I mean, speaking to list managers, player managers during the week, might be a couple of hundred thousand a season, 150,000 a season. I think Richmond could Before still stump up. Before tax or after tax? Still stump up 550 to uh, 6. I mean, that because the other one, you need to take it into consideration because we add up all the numbers. You're giving back 50 cents in every dollar for these blokes. I haven't gone to Deloitte's on it, no. But, but <laughs> If you're up 150, you're only up 75 by the end yeah. of the day. Oh, yeah, the tax okay. man's going to take his snip. Fair enough. I think he stays, though. It would be uh, an enormous shock if he uh, upped and leave. Why would you leave? How could you leave, uh, Richmond? Yeah, stay for the success and you get it back in the, in the back end when you're absolutely flying uh, later on in your career. Melbourne and Collingwood, Queen's birthday Monday. The game, unfortunately, will be at the SCG. The big freeze, the slide, will remain at the MCG and what will be largely, well, what will be exclusively now a television event. Some activations, if you like, up at the SCG. Geez, I hope the Sydney fraternity turn out for this one to create some sort of an atmosphere up there at uh, the SCG for what is a big game um, to raise money, of course, for motor neurone disease and to find a cure for that. The teams are in, or extended teams anyway. Melbourne, Ed Langdon, Cade Chandler, Mitch Brown have been named. No outs as yet, although... AFL.com.au's Mitch Cleary reporting, Dal, that Tom McDonald could miss the game oh. due to the impending birth of his second child. So it's a watch this space uh, for... Don't these guys know to have the children in the off-season? Tom McDonald. Surely they've learnt this. Well, that's a legitimate question, but I suppose they didn't think they'd be uh, on the road. Or th- certainly yeah, that uh, this game would normally be played in, in Melbourne. The Collingwood Inns, Bo McCreary, the youngster, Chris Main, Mason Cox has been named in that squad as well. Nick Delsan, yes. I've just lost the rest of the team there. But Mason Cox has been named as well. So extended squads, of course, so we'll see what happens there. But uh, this game now, Nick Del Sando, yep. as I just to go up and have a look at this, Braden Sire is out and uh, Tom Wilson, Wilson is the other in. So okay. Braden Sire, the only out at this point for Collingwood, he's injured, of course. Uh, it's a shame that Bucks is having this game for his last day. On the SCG. Well, mm. on the SCG, but also up, up against the team that's red-hot favourites that's playing blistering football. It's not an easy kill. It's not a nice way to finish what looks like to be the end of his coaching career to this point. It would have been nice to just have a little bit of a rollover and walk off patting each other on the back and feeling good about yourself. Mm. But as we know, that is just not AFL football. It's rarely finishing in a fairy tale. But by saying all that, how can you go past the Ds? You can't. Uh, what was the line? The line's 29 and a half that is in favour of Melbourne. A that chunky is line. generous. I, I was up there a few weeks ago when the Pies played the Sydney Swans. And after the first 15 odd minutes where the Pies looked like they had, in the old terms, come to play, they were playing good football, fast yeah. football. Yep. They thought, hey, let's put the handbrake on and, and let's just structure up, in my opinion, completely wrong and not have great representation for the football. The Swans picked them apart. I think they kicked one goal for the remaining three quarters. And I see the Come Ds. to play. Where does it originate from? It's a great question, Mick. It's a great. I don't know where it came from, but I'm using it just as a good way that we can just get a feeling that they were fantastic it's, in the first quarter. That's sharp from the Riddler. That is very good. That's why he's one of the best. Um, but if you're the Ds and you're a D supporter, and I look back to the mid-season draft, you thought, hey, you can have whatever you want right now in the mid-season draft. They don't need anything. No, they don't want for anything, do they? That line 29 and a half is Generous. intriguing. Well, they haven't blown sides away. Their biggest win is 50 over Hawthorne, and then the next biggest is 34 after that. And then you go back and there's wins in the 20s and the teens. So they haven't... In a canter. They haven't actually smashed a side yet, Melbourne, as good as they have been. So you thinking they're going to do that against Colin? I, I, it could get ugly. Well, I don't think it necessarily has to be a smashing, but I think it's more than 29 and a half. Right. Okay. Go D's. <laughs> I, oh, geez, I've waxed and waned uh, over some games this uh, over today. Anyway, I'll go for uh, Melbourne as well. I just think it's impossible not to back them in. Will there be a lift for Bucks? Will there be a lift for a finale? It would, it would be an indictment on that playing group yep. if they lift for this. 
They've been playing was, for him though, haven't they? I, I think they have. I mean, that's speaking about mix. He hasn't lost the players though, has well, he? Define lost the players to me as well. Well, lack of effort. Mick, lack needs, of effort. Mick chronic, needs to ask that question. Where did lose the players come from, and what does it look like? Chronic. It looks like a chronic lack of effort, does it not? It can, but there's a lot of clubs that have had a chronic lack of effort, and mm. does that mean they've lost the playing? Uh, the coaches lost the playing group? Not necessarily. Um, I do, and I honestly mean this. If, if they lift for this, if they give a four quarter effort, then where the hell has that been for the last twelve weeks? And who do you think takes over at Collingwood, just for the record? Uh, to be completely honest, I have no idea, but I don't think it needs to necessarily be a high-profile, experienced coach. No? I, I, think that, I think the process should include everybody and actually just pick the right person at that moment. It's all you can do. Yep. So someone can grow with the I club to a degree? Grow. Yes, the, I think they can grow with the club. Sam Mitchell, for example? Uh, yeah, possibly. Yep. Though that, I still like the idea of him... Just waiting his time. Media strike rate on these things is absolutely woeful. There'll be that many candidates put their hand up and go through the process. All the assistant coaches that have uh, done the hard yards over the years, the Adam Dane, Kingsley's. I think of the Dane w- Swan's paying about 41 bucks, just to put that in perspective. <laughs> Swanee. That would be entertaining, though. Hey, actually, I'm going to vote for that. Swanee. AFL Nation coming up next. Port Adelaide, Geelong, Jared Waitley, Dwayne Russell, Kane Corns, the Volcano, and this man, the smooth mover, Nick Del Sando. You've been listening to the picks. Thanks for your time. Don't go anywhere, though. Massive Thursday night football return tonight. We'll see you back here. Good on you, Dal. Thank you, Sammy. Can you hear me back? G'day, Mike Hussey here. Get on board Australia's best fantasy cricket game, KFC Supercoach BBL. It's fun, free and easy to play. Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005.